Welcome to Revolutionary Wellness Talk Radio. Your host is Rochelle McLaughlin. It's time to experience radical well-being. Learn to nourish your heart, body, and mind. Manifest your power in the present. And learn to live your life's infinite potential. Now, here's your host, Rochelle McLaughlin. Welcome, everyone. Last week, my guest, Lisa Betz-Lacroix, and I discussed the unfortunate consequences of conveyor belt models of education and how we can empower ourselves to forge a unique path of learning and self-discovery. Our society not only perpetuates conveyor belt education, but can also perpetuate conveyor belt living. My experience of conveyor belt living is that there is certainly a sense of safety and conformity in that model. But it is also a model that stifles personal sovereignty, agency, curiosity, and creativity, which are four essential qualities for creating a new reality for ourselves. What if we could choose to step courageously off the conveyor belt life and onto a path of deep personal meaning, healing, creativity, and purpose that was and is our birthright? The present moment is ultimately unknowable. This moment has never before in the history of the universe ever happened before. And so it holds within it infinite creative potential. And even if we do this in baby steps, every step counts towards a new reality for ourselves and the planet. And harnessing the power of our intentions is a kind of life force that can inspire us into new terrain. Our intention is a tool to access our inner compass. And when we steer ourselves on this path of newness and personal discovery, in every moment, we step courageously into that new life that our hearts deeply long for. And I am thrilled to welcome intentional creative facilitator and artist Asia Morgenthaler to Revolutionary Wellness Talk Radio today so that we can explore the inherent wisdom and power in intentional creativity. So without further ado, allow me to introduce my guest and intentional creative facilitator, Asia Morgenthaler. Asia holds a MA in women's spirituality and a creative expression certificate from Sophia University, former Institute of Transpersonal Psychology, and an MS in computer science from the University of California, San Diego. She was a user interface programmer for Nokia back in the day. She was creative and an artist wannabe most of her adult life, but didn't take the leap until she was introduced to acrylic painting in her art as a sacred practice classes at Sophia University. She is an artist and intentional creativity facilitator. She's a mother to her two teenage daughters and a yogi. Her paintings explore the relationship between art and spirituality, the feminine and nature, creativity and intention. Painting is her way of accessing and communicating with her inner child and the divine feminine. It is her sacred practice. Her research interests focus on women's creativity and remothering as a healing spiritual practice. Welcome Asia to Revolutionary Wellness Talk Radio. It is such a pleasure to have you here with us today. Oh, thank you, Rochelle. I'm so happy to be here. 
Asia, so many of us that have led a conveyor belt life have lost touch with our our heart's deepest longings, our inner guide, as well as our creative potential. You mentioned that so often people will just wave their hands and say, oh, I'm not creative. And they may speak to you from But you speak from your own experience in reclaiming your creativity three years ago when you took art as a sacred practice class. Can you speak to ways that we can relearn, reconnect to, and access what that is for each and every one of us? How have you reclaimed access to that potential within yourself? Well, yes, of course. Yes. First of all, Rochelle, I understand the conveyor belt analogy. I led such a life starting from kindergarten through grade school, college, and graduate school. I majored in computer engineering because of a dare. Some guy at the cafeteria said, girls cannot be engineers. And I was so disconnected with who I was at the time that I just took the dare. Mm -hmm. As the experience suggests, I'd say I lost the connection to my heart and my inner compass fairly early on in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, there are many ways, doorways, portals, and entry points to realign ourselves back to our core. And of course, mindfulness is one of those practices you know well, Rochelle. And for me, and for a lot of people I've talked to and worked with, it's about starting to listen to that voice, that inner whisper, mm-hmm. that persistent and sometimes nagging voice in your heart. It's like a deep longing that is within all of us, waiting, waiting to be acknowledged and honored. And I sometimes call that voice my inner child. Um, Looking back, the first time I heard that voice, I was in the ceramic studio at my school while I was working on my graduate degree in computer science. And I remember thinking, wow, I wish I could do art for a living. I spent six to seven hours at the studio and I would forget to eat. But I remember being completely engaged and feeling most alive in there. And this little voice said, oh, maybe I should just get an MFA instead. But my extremely practical upbringing won. A few years after that, I became a mom and motherhood was a profound rite of passage for me. It was an experience that rekindled my creativity in creating a home and raising my two girls. Mm. And I was very drawn to the creativity of Waldorf education, which seemed to really further fan the flames of creativity in me. And as my daughters grew, that voice, that deep longing I've had since my 20s got more and more noticeable. At the time, I called it my midlife crisis. Now I think of it as an awakening or reckoning. I found the master's program in women's spirituality in Palo Alto, um, very near to my home. And as you said earlier, one of my first classes was art as a sacred practice taught by Shiloh Sophia McLeod. Mm -hmm. And during the two-day class, I painted the dragon mother. And it was pure bliss. I Mm. forgot about everything. And it was just about paint, canvas, connecting with the divine feminine, the back and forth dialogue I had with her. And she instructed me in my painting and I was in a very receptive place. 
I made a connection with my spirituality that made acrylic and color accessible to me. I think some people pray or meditate when they want to communicate with the divine or whatever you may wish to call it, nature, the source, universe, life. I paint. Um, Mm. Painting is my meditation and my act of prayer. Mm. Um, And prior to that, I've never painted before. Um, I had drawing lessons when I was a kid and I did black and white ink sketches. I have tried acrylics before but found color to be too restricting and unforgiving. But after that class, I continued to paint. I just couldn't stop. Mm -hmm. And basically any chance I had to paint something instead of writing a paper for a class, I painted. And my master's thesis was based on my paintings and it described my descent journey to remother myself through painting. Mm -hmm. Um, My intention for my painting was and is simply to remain open and available to whatever it is that wants to be revealed to me. So I am very receptive. Um, Initially, I didn't have a specific inquiry, probably because I didn't quite know what to ask for. This was all new to me. Then I think it must have been, I think my sixth or seventh painting, and I was completely absorbed in painting the face of my legendary self painting. And I remember looking up from what I was doing and saw my mother's eyes staring straight back at me. And this is when I picked up the book um, In Her Image, The Unhealed Daughter's Search for Her Mother, and recognized my own descent journey reflected in Persephone's or Inanna's descent myths. Um, myths are powerful because they carry deep truths about the human psyche that are beyond any one culture or belief system, doctrine, or dogma. Hmm. Myths speak of truths that resonate with the human condition. And Persephone's and Inanna's mythical tales echoed my inner journey, my search of connection with myself, and my mother goddess or archetypal mother. And that's why the, the idea of remothering is so close to my heart because it is my story and I feel this is where I'm called to serve and it is my intention to be of service to humanity. Asia, <clears throat> so beautiful. You mentioned that initially you did not have a set inquiry when you began to paint and yet your intention was to stay open and receptive and in my experience this might just be the most powerful kind of intention actually of all because it allows us to cultivate that mental clarity out of personal veils of belief patterns and perceptions etc and we can cultivate qualities of non-judgment and open-mindedness when we are curious and receptive so I really love that and I think the receptivity and openness are so essential to our capacity to tap into our own unique creative potential and to clarify our our intentions. And maybe when we come back from the break, we can go more into detail about intention. And 
It is time to take a short break, and my guest today is intentional creative facilitator and artist Asia Morgenthaler. Asia's paintings explore the relationship between art and spirituality, the feminine and nature, creativity and intention. Asia begins each painting with an intention or an inquiry written directly on the canvas. The canvas then acts as a portal for her, and she remains in a state of inquiry and curiosity throughout the painting process. Painting is a Asia's way of accessing and communicating with her inner child and the divine feminine. It is her sacred practice. Asia is inspired to create powerful and compelling images of the feminine that make women feel whole and empowered. And you can connect with Asia Morgenthaler and learn about upcoming intentional creativity workshops and consulting at her website at www.asiamorgenthaler.com. That's A-S-I-A-M-O-R-G-E-N-T-H-A-L-E-R.com. And you can find her on Facebook at Asia.Morgenthaler and on Instagram at AsiaMorgenthaler. We will be right back with Asia Morgenthaler. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Do you know that you were born to experience revolutionary wellness? Have you wondered why extraordinary physical, mental, and emotional health has eluded you? Do you know that your infinite personal power resides right here in the present moment? People all over the world are awakening to their birthright, revolutionary wellness. Introducing the Experience Revolutionary Wellness Coaching Program. Log on today to begin your journey into the mystery and join our virtual village. The world, now more than ever, needs you to feel revolutionarily well. Explore and integrate new ways of being. Learn to access your own unique treasure, the wisdom that is right there inside you, waiting to be revealed. Experience a renewed, vivid, and nourishing relationship with yourself and the world around you. When you experience revolutionary wellness, you will be the change you wish to see in the world. Log on to experiencerevolutionarywellness.com today and join Rochelle on an adventure into your own unique journey toward revolutionary wellness. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You're listening to Revolutionary Wellness Talk Radio. Rochelle is an internationally known meditation teacher, clinician of mind and body medicine, lifestyle change, and self-healing. She's an author, speaker, and creator of Experience Revolutionary Wellness Virtual Village. If you would like to reach Rochelle, send an email to Rochelle at experiencerevolutionarywellness.com. Again, that's Rochelle at experiencerevolutionarywellness.com. Now back to Revolutionary Wellness Talk Radio. Welcome back. Women's circles have always been close to Asia's heart ever since she became a mom in 2000. She felt called to help women reconnect with themselves through creative expression and what she calls intentional creativity. To create with intention 
to let go of the old stories that no longer serve us and to think of our lives as legends that we create and not allow life to just happen to us. Asia's own legend is that she is an artist and her calling is to create the space for women's circles that allow for healing and reconnection to our soul's fire. This is from my guest, Intentional Creativity Facilitator and Artist, Asia Morgenthaler. You can connect with Asia Morgenthaler and learn about her upcoming Intentional Creativity Workshops. Sign up for her newsletter and visit her art at her website, www.asiamorgenthaler.com. Asia, my experience is that one's intention is a way of being and even a way of living one's life. Would you say that this is the case? And why are our intentions so significant? I think because intentions are so powerful. Intentions are deliberate, not reactive. And it's at the heart of creating authentic power. Mm -hmm. I think of intention as the cause. It is how you direct your energy your actions and your passions. It is a declaration to the universe or God or goddess that you're stepping up as the co-creator for that intention for your life. Mm. Um, And intentional creativity is a way of creating that gives us greater access to who we are now, who we are becoming and what is possible for us and our unfolding future. Intention is the heart of transformation and the heart of intentional creativity. I believe it is the doorway to our soul and our heart's desires. Aisha, how do we know our intentions are true to our unique journey, especially when so many of us have been living according to someone else's wishes or even society's agenda? How do we reclaim that which we have given away for so long? I think you continue to check in, to check in with your inner wisdom and Mm -hmm. to really tune in to how you feel, but without judgment. Mm -hmm. Do you feel contracted or do you feel expensive? And checking in to your breathing and your overall health, your body tells you a lot. Do you sense any kind of imbalance? And then we adjust, making small steps sometimes or pivot to a place where we feel whole. Mm -hmm. And I'd say it is very important to be gentle with ourselves, to offer ourselves kindness and love. Mm -hmm. Um, Whether our intentions are true or not, it gives us another piece of information. And as you said, many of us are not used to following our own internal compass. It is a practice. And as a practice, we keep at it and there is no end point, so to speak. Mm-hmm. We just get better at discerning what is true to us the more we practice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think over time, we begin to build self-reliance, self-trust, mm-hmm. and we build courage as part of that journey. Asia, can you speak to the process of establishing specific intentions? I think there are so many ways of setting intentions. Um, one of my overarching intentions is always to remain open and curious mm-hmm. and to watch, listen to, and receive any messages that might be coming my way. And when I lead workshops, the, in- the intention is most often about healing, about connecting a part of ourselves that we've lost touch with 
and making space, learning, discovering, loving. Mm -hmm. It's about creating sacred space for women to gather and to support each other's journey and for each other to receive the most fitting remedy, images and symbols for our creative journeys. It's beautiful. Asia, why would you say is it so significant that we learn to let go of old stories that no longer serve us? How can old stories stifle our creative potential and cloud our intentions? Um, well, stories are important because we base who we are on them. <clears throat> we base our sense of self on the stories we've collected. It all begins with the story of what happened and how we make meaning of it. I believe story lives in stored images inside us. And these images resurface either by choice or not by choice to uplift or to torment us. Trauma can be stored and become patterned in us that we have very little control over until we begin to acknowledge its presence and even honor it for the purpose it has held for us. Mm. So I think um, for healing to happen, we have to change how our story lives inside us. Mm -hmm. And I think this is where intentional creativity comes to play. By creating with intention, we can move our old stories, old mm -hmm. patterns or beliefs into physical form. For example, um, it is difficult to think ourselves out of our suffering, mm -hmm. but we can move it even a little bit, move the stories that perpetuate our suffering. And I think the key is to move what is stuck or stagnant in us into form. So first, we begin with an inquiry or intention to transform something that is not working for us. Mm -hmm. A lot of times that is, that is rooted in a past story or experience. Then we connect with our inner knowing, seeking guidance and wisdom. Mm -hmm. And we begin to explore our story by journaling, free writing, writing poems. Um, then we paint on the canvas the vision we see. And we are creating a new image. So we're replacing the old image or story with a new one. And in so mm -hmm. doing, we're creating a new physical, tangible experience of healing with the intention yeah, to heal. Mm. In a very profound sense, it seems that we're also acknowledging the story's presence, which in and of itself can be healing. Are these stories we hold as individuals as well as stories that we hold collectively as a society? Uh, yes, I think these are both individual and collective stories. And as I said, image is powerful. Mm -hmm. um, for example, I mean, religious institutions have at, have at times used mm -hmm. art to manipulate, control the people, mm -hmm. from Eve's portrayal in the Genesis to the demure, accepting Virgin Mary, female role models have been depicted as inferior, sinful, and beneath male images over the course of the development of patriarchal society, societal structures that endure even today. Mm -hmm. um, many women have grown up believing consciously or subconsciously that they are less than men and judge themselves through the eyes of men. Um, and even mm -hmm. men have not benefited from this force. I mm -hmm. think positive, strong, whole feminine female images 
offer an alternative to the deeply rooted biases found in the representation of women and mm-hmm. this allow women to discard that cultural bondage or control that is inherent in negative images. Um, I also believe positive, positive images of the feminine encourage women to be free and to rise to their full potential. And we need women and men to do, to do this now more than ever before. Mm. Asia, is this an essential piece of stepping into the new reality that we want for ourselves in the world? Yes, and first of all, images can trigger us to to remember our past experiences. Mm. They can turn us toward our own wounds, which is a powerful step in our healing journey. Mm-hmm. If we see and experience an image of a woman in her full, authentic, feminine power, we can contemplate and conjure the feeling tone, the mm-hmm. energy associated with such an image, and gather strength and courage for our own journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can experience what is possible and be moved by it. Mm-hmm. We can cultivate the same qualities in our own lives over time and intentionally bring this power into our lives and to the world. Mm -hmm. And this is a very magical and mysterious act of personal transformation. In addition, or even more potent, if we create our own integrated archetypal image sourced from within us, we can rise up phoenix-like from our own stale stories and be empowered to be transformed by our own archetypal images and create our own legend. We can do this as individuals and we can do this collectively. And I think right now, as Americans, we need to do this as a nation. That's beautiful. Asia, can you speak to this aspect of legend? The word legend has such a beautiful, mysterious feeling tone to it. And in the context of creating our own legend as individuals and collectively, it seems to cultivate personal responsibility in the sense that, you know, wow, we have this capacity to create our our own legend. Can you speak to this? Yes, definitely. Um, Creating your own legend is very empowering. Because truly, a legend is not something that just happens to you. We are here on this earth to create something with our lives. We are here to author our own legend. Mm -hmm. And when we bring consciousness to our old stories, release what no longer serves us, and we can journey to meet our legendary self with openness, receptivity, and curiosity and we thereby create our own legends. Mm-hmm. And in my workshops, this happens first on the canvas, then in real life. It is an amazing process to witness. Mm, it sounds like it. And yes, you know, we can create a collective legend as a nation. And whether we are, whether we were Trump or Clinton supporters, doesn't really matter. And now we do need to come together around an intention to be a great country and work together to manifest this reality. We are all collect connected, and every one of us is a significant part of the whole. And our day-to-day decisions and choices matter so much. And in fact. 
are where our power lies. We actually can choose to step outside the system and off the conveyor belt with every decision and purchase we make and every action we take. We set the example for others to follow. And in the end, our collective actions will make the changes we so desperately need to see in the world. Asia, it is time to take a short break. My guest today is intentional creative facilitator, artist Asia Morgenthaler. Don't let your inner critic stop you. This is about trusting your inner voice, surrendering yourself to be vulnerable to chance and accept potential rejection and to carry on because your inner expression, your inner knowing is a part of who you are. This brings you joy and this is what you have to offer the universe. Without vulnerability, there is no strength. Without release, there is no rebirth. And without healing, there is no feeling. Or is it without feeling, there is no healing. These Words are from my guest today, Asia Morgenthaler, and you can connect with Asia's art and learn about upcoming workshops at her website, www.asiamorgenthaler.com. We will be right back with Asia Morgenthaler. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Do you know that you were born to experience revolutionary wellness? Have you wondered why extraordinary physical, mental, and emotional health has eluded you? Do you know that your infinite personal power resides right here in the present moment? People all over the world are awakening to their birthright, revolutionary wellness. Introducing the Experience Revolutionary Wellness Coaching Program. Log on today to begin your journey into the mystery and join our virtual village. The world, now more than ever, needs you to feel revolutionarily well. Explore and integrate new ways of being. Learn to access your own unique treasure, the wisdom that is right there inside you, waiting to be revealed. Experience a renewed, vivid, and nourishing relationship with yourself and the world around you. When you experience revolutionary wellness, you will be the change you wish to see in the world. Log on to experiencerevolutionarywellness.com today and join Rochelle on an adventure into your own unique journey toward revolutionary wellness. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You're listening to Revolutionary Wellness Talk Radio. Rochelle is an internationally known meditation teacher, clinician of mind and body medicine, lifestyle change, and self-healing. She's an author, speaker, and creator of Experience Revolutionary Wellness Virtual Village. If you would like to reach Rochelle, send an email to Rochelle at experiencerevolutionarywellness.com. Again, that's Rochelle at experiencerevolutionarywellness.com. Now back to Revolutionary Wellness Talk Radio. 
I paint because of my desire to be at home with myself. I paint so I can get in touch with the little girl in me who went into hiding a long time ago. I spent most of my adult life trying to get reacquainted with her, and the canvas acts as the portal to recreate this connection. I come to realize that when I paint, I'm creating a space, an environment where my inner child, inner knowing, feels safe enough to come out and play. When I paint, I'm there with my inner child. I watch her and I learn about her, the colors she likes, the shapes she makes, and she experiments and expresses herself on the canvas. And the more time I spend with her, the more available she becomes. I got to know her or did I get to know myself? Painting is my way of coming home. This is a quote from my guest today, intentional creativity facilitator, artist, Asia Morgenthaler. Asia, I would love to talk about the process you go through as you facilitate the journey for your participants participants in your workshops, how you lead your circles. Can you talk about that? Yes. Um, I start by creating a safe space for women so they'll be able to explore and go inward and on the canvas. Um, We start with breath work practices, um, bringing attention first to the breath and grounding ourselves in our bodies so we can be fully present. Mm And I'm going to diverse a little bit. In light of what is going on in our country right now, I'm going to do what I call a red thread circle now virtually with your listeners and with you Mm. Um, and this is actually how I start in all my workshops and there are many red thread legends across cultures the Chinese believe that each person who are meant to meet are connected by a red thread before birth what this means is that it was determined before our birth that we'll meet so to speak here today right now in front of our devices. Mm. So um, with your eyes opened or closed, imagine me sitting here in front of my computer holding a ball of red yarn. And the yarn I'm holding right now has little sparkly threads and little sequins in there. Anyways, I'm winding the red thread gently around my wrist a few times. And I'm infusing the yarn with love. I'm holding it in front of my screen for you. So reach out if you're called. Take the ball of yarn in your hands and really feel the energy in the yarn. Wind it around your wrist a few times. And then if you want, infuse it with your love and wishes and pass it back to me or to another another person listening right now. In my Mm -hmm. workshops, the yarn will travel in a circle and it will come back to me. For today, just see or imagine the red thread going into space, connecting all of us, whether you are listening to this live or listening to it, to a recording, and see the connections that we've made. This massive weaving of red threads symbolizing our connection. And then usually in my workshop at this point, I'll pass the knife around the room to cut the yarn. But I'm not passing or tossing my knife into space or the internet. So just know that we're all connected, but we're only responsible for our piece of the red thread. Um, And thank you for 
um, giving me the space to do that. I just really feel called to do this ritual at this time. It's so beautiful, Asia. Thank you for guiding us through that. Um, so, yes, back to my workshop. So after the Red Thread Circle, I lead the group in a guided meditation visualization where we journey inward with our intention of receptivity and inquiry. Mm-hmm. And this is a process of crossing a threshold which allows us to access, which allows us access to our inner wisdom. Mm-hmm. And then we'll step back, we'll bless and acknowledge the canvas as a portal to communicating with that inner voice. And mm-hmm. we would do a little free writing and we will write our intentions directly on the canvas. Mm-hmm. And then this is really, it's followed by a step-by-step guide of listening and sketching asking and journaling, seeking and painting. Mm -hmm. Each step um, is a revelation in both consciousness and in design. And we let the process inform us. Um, And the process acts as the container for unfolding. Mm -hmm. And once the story is transferred to canvas, I believe that it lives inside of us differently. The way it used to operate operate is now dislodged and we can consciously choose what to do to work with the space we have now cleared up inside of our internal story pattern Mm. and the journey inward is not necessarily an easy one for one Mm -hmm. to dive in at least not initially our inner critic is very good in instilling fear and Mm -hmm. I always encourage the women to have a conversation with that inner critic a conversation that might sound something like, hey, I know you're very protective of me and my safety, but right now I'm just playing with paint Mm -hmm. and there's no danger in painting. And as Elizabeth Gilbert said to the inner critic in her book, Big Magic, I'm just having a play date here with creativity. You can come join us later on. And the Mm -hmm. truth is my inner critic is excellent in editing my papers and fine-tuning paintings. Mm -hmm. She, and I actually named her Stella, is a very essential part of my creative process, but just not in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And I think then it is also important to acknowledge self-talk such as the, why are you wasting time? You're not creative. Um, Voice, and I call this the you're no good voice. I think mm-hmm. sometimes our inner cr- critic takes on the voice of someone in our past, it could mm-hmm. be a teacher or a parent. And not knowing it's not our voice, we've internalized it, mm-hmm. thinking it is our own. And this is a hindrance, I think, to intentional creativity or creativity of any kind. Mm-hmm. Um, people tell me a lot of times they're not creative, they're not artistic. And the reality The reality is, and I believe this wholeheartedly, that we are all creative. Mm -hmm. Whether it is in gardening, cooking, the way we dress ourselves, we are always creating. Mm -hmm. And I recently recently listened to a podcast by Jonathan Jonathan Fields, and he talked about fear stopping our creativity in the tracks. Mm -hmm. But that creativity is really just curiosity, or it originates from curiosity. So even though lots of people will say they're not creative, few would venture to say they're not curious. Mm. Um, So what I do to create a safe space, a container for women to gather to turn inward 
and to play and to do magic, I remind them that they can do no wrong exploring or playing on the canvas. Um, and once someone, I think, rekindles that creative power through art, mm-hmm. or the art of the choosing, really, they will over time be more and more likely to bring that curiosity and creativity into other aspects of their lives. Yes, it feels as though their very life or our very lives become the canvas for our creative capacity. And um, as we become attuned to when we may be navigating away from the the initial intention, uh, is that correct, Asia? Would you say that's correct? Yes, um, and yes, the, the canvas does not have to be a stretched canvas. Cooking, gardening, writing, music, singing, dancing... There are different venues for self-expression and exploring our creative capacity. Uh Um, You just pick the one that is calling you. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think it can change over time. I did ceramics for about 10 years before I had kids. Now I feel called to paint. But I'm also learning the violin and I catch glimpses of it when I move furniture around the house, when I declutter. Mm -hmm. I think it's it is in the individual everyday choices, decisions, and actions. And this goes back to your comment, Rochelle, about making choices to step outside of the system and being open to charting your own path. Um, it is entirely in the intention and in how we go about doing whatever it is that we're doing. Um, the question is, do we intend to perpetuate the same old stories and patterns, or do we consciously choose to live in alignment with what our hearts long for? Mm, that's beautiful. Asia, we have a couple, just a couple minutes before break, and I know you have mentioned, and I've seen this in your beautiful art, that you'll use you'll bring spirit animals into them. And I wonder if you could speak to what the spirit animal is pointing to before we go to break. Sure. Um, There are two common threads in all my paintings. The first one is there are paintings of the feminine. And Mm -hmm. the second is there are always animals in my paintings. And I didn't plan it that way. The animals just appeared on the canvas. I see them there. And I look at the animals as messengers keepers of ancient wisdoms as guides. Mm-hmm. Um, and some animals appear more than others. I've been going through a raven sta- uh, stage for quite a while now. And the ravens almost always appear with Mary or the Black Madonna. And, um, and a lot of times I actually meet these animals in real life, which completely blows my mind. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Well, thank you for sharing that. It's beautiful. It is time to take a short break. My guest today is intentional creative facilitator, artist Asia Morgenthaler. It is crystal clear to me that my soul work centers on remothering, creating ohanas for women to support each other's journey in healing our inner child. The image of the feminine is an important component of this process. Women must see themselves reflected. It is crucial for our inner child to feel seen by the feminine, by her mother. The process of expressing ourselves creatively using images of the feminine, we are tapping into a side of ourselves that is so often neglected. We are also creating a space a safe place for our child, for 
or, or a cradle for our inner child. My soul work is to bring this into my community and to the world, to bring healing to those seeking it so we can be whole and fully integrated. We can be who we truly are and share our gifts with our communities. These words are from my guest today, Asia Morgenthaler. You can connect with Asia's beautiful art and learn about upcoming and intentional creativity workshops and consulting at her website, www.asiamorgenthaler.com or find her on Facebook at asia.morgenthaler and Instagram at Asia Morgenthaler. We will be right back with Asia Morgenthaler. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Do you know that you were born to experience revolutionary wellness? Have you wondered why extraordinary physical, mental, and emotional health has eluded you? Do you know that your infinite personal power resides right here in the present moment? People all over the world are awakening to their birthright, Revolutionary Wellness. Introducing the Experience Revolutionary Wellness Coaching Program. Log on today to begin your journey into the mystery and join our virtual village. The world, now more than ever, needs you to feel revolutionarily well. Explore and integrate new ways of being. Learn to access your own unique treasure, the wisdom that is right there inside you, waiting to be revealed. Experience a renewed, vivid, and nourishing relationship with yourself and the world around you. When you experience revolutionary wellness, you will be the change you wish to see in the world. Log on to experiencerevolutionarywellness.com today and join Rochelle on an adventure into your own unique journey toward revolutionary wellness. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Listening to Revolutionary Wellness Talk Radio. Rochelle is an internationally known meditation teacher, clinician of mind and body medicine, lifestyle change, and self healing. She's an author, speaker, and creator of Experience Revolutionary Wellness Virtual Village. If you would like to reach Rochelle, send an email to Rochelle at experiencerevolutionarywellness.com. Again, that's Rochelle at experiencerevolutionarywellness.com. Now back to Revolutionary Wellness Talk Radio. Welcome back, everyone. Asia, you say that women must see themselves reflected. Would you say that this is why women's circles are so important? I would add that men also need to see themselves reflected, but why is community so significant to the cultivation of curiosity and to creativity? Um, I think ever since I became a mother 16 years, 16 plus years ago, um, I've just longed for a a mother's circle. Mm -hmm. Um, The saying, you need a village to raise a child is very true. And living in the Silicon Valley, I thought the best I could do is to create mother circles. Um, so to, to take this one step further, all women are mothers to their own inner child. 
So Women's Circle just seems like the natural home for women to explore, to sort things out, to speak their truths without having to justify themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and women have gathered in sacred circles throughout history, red tent gatherings, or circles around the moon cycles. Mm-hmm. Um, women can support each other in the journeys, bear witness to each other, empower and validate each other. Um, and what I discovered at the end of my master's in women's spirituality after creating 13 goddess paintings is that I was painting the feminine to get back in touch with my inner child. I was mm. painting mothers for my inner child so she can see her mother and so she can be seen. And I always come back to this. We have to remother our own inner child so we can become the woman we want to be to mother our own children and the world's children as well as to heal the relationship to mother earth and um, to tend to her gardens that ultimately will nourish ourselves in return. Mm-hmm. So whether we're mothers or not, as I said, women are mothers to their own inner child. And I've encountered a lot of women and men who need to heal their mother wounds so they can move on with their lives. And that is really why or what I'm called to do through intentional creativity to help people heal these wounds of disconnection um, and to serve humanity in this way. Mm-hmm. Um, my deepest hope for everyone is really the opportunity to heal and to fully embrace who we are to open our hearts, to love, and to share our gifts with each other. Mm, That's beautiful. In a previous Revolutionary Wellness Talk radio episode, Dr. Christine Page mentioned that she believes that so many of the ails that we are witnessing in the world today have to do with a disconnection with Mother Earth and that this disconnection is primarily due to this missed the missed connections between the modern mothers and their children. Asia, would you agree with this? Yes, I wholeheartedly agree with her assessment. Um, When we lose our connection with Mother Earth, we lose our connection with ourselves and with other beings on this planet. And modern society really does not foster or encourage the kind of bonding children need from their mothers. Um, I'm reminded of Joseph Chilton Pierce's work on child development, the mother matrix, which spans from birth to seven years of age. And the earth matrix, the, the earth matrix that follows is built on top of the mother matrix. So if the foundation of the mother matrix is not firmly in place, mm-hmm. it has profound effects on the child's development. And I think that's why it is so important to heal that mother wound as adults. Mm. It's amazing. Asia, can you speak to the word sacred you use? Can you help us reconnect and point us in the direction of sacredity? In my experience, as I slowed down long enough to recognize just how significant, how mysterious and special it was to be alive and to be having this human experience in all of its complexities, I recognized the the impermanence and how fleeting this life is as well. And this experience grew as a felt sense of the sacred in me. Why is the sacred more important now, maybe more than ever before? Um, 
as I mentioned before, painting and um, intentional creativity is one of my sacred practices. Um, this way of painting gives me access to a place inside me, to my essence. It is a practice that connects me to the reason I'm here this lifetime as who I am and to the gifts I have to offer. Mm-hmm. The sacred for me is about connecting to my heart. So, And I also believe the redwood trees in my backyard are sacred. The ginkgo tree, the rocks, the dirt, basically anything or any being, um, that connection to each other, to ourselves, to Mother Earth. For me, to reconnect with the sacred can be as easy as sitting outside in the hammock and looking at looking up at the light filtering down. Mm-hmm. I think it is about spending time mindfully, being mm-hmm. present with nature, to be present with ourselves, without our phones or computers, mm-hmm. to just sit quietly and turn our intention inward on our breath and, you know, really feeling our connection with the earth and all the beings who reside here. And the sacred is important maybe now more than ever before because of the disconnect, the deep divisions, the chasms we see surfacing or made blatantly clear on the political stage that we have to return to connections, to our hearts, to our beings, to all be- to that, that all beings are sacred, that mm-hmm. life is sacred, that we are all connected and we are one. That's wonderful, Asia. And for all of us who might be feeling as though you're living a conveyor belt life, that your life is filled with maybe monotony and that maybe you're just trying to make ends meet and get by, a few things that have helped me over over time step into a new reality and a new level of health, of well-being and well-being for myself is to begin to live inside the question, how may I be of service? Allowing yourself some space in your day to be receptive, open, curious about new possibilities possibilities, beginning to sense into your own wholeness, just complete as you are and completely as you are, no matter what your life circumstances. Also exposing yourself to new experiences that inspire you, such as those that Asia facilitates. So workshops, programs, podcasts, classes, et cetera, that bring fresh, fresh perspectives and foster a sense of interconnectedness and can just open you up to new insights about yourself. Um, And then You know, becoming aware of what you love, write it down, build that into your life, but also just as important is to become aware of what breaks your heart. And this is just another way to gain clarity about how you may be of service. And when you begin to recognize what compels you into action, you can use this energy in the service of love. So allow me to thank Asia Morgenthaler for being with us today on Revolutionary Wellness Talk Radio and for inspiring us to reclaim our inherent creative potential, to use that potential as a healing practice and to bring our empowered, creative and receptive feminine selves into the world. Thank you so much, Asia, for joining us today on Revolutionary Wellness Talk Radio. Oh, thank you, Rochelle, for having me here today. And thank you for bringing awareness to mindfulness and wellness practices. And remember... We are all connected. 
Mm. And to all of my listeners, I would love for you to join me next week right here for an inspiring conversation with grassland steward, land and habitat regenerator, naturalist and permaculturalist Donna Markegaard as we will be discussing the significance of finding our rightful place in nature and why every single one of us is important to the process of regenerating our lands for generations to come. It is such a pleasure to be here with all of you on Revolutionary Wellness Talk Radio. Thank you for joining me on this journey. Until next next time, I'm Rochelle McLaughlin. May you be well. Thank you for opening your heart and mind to a new way of being, to greater degrees of self-compassion and wellness, and your experience of your own infinite potential with Revolutionary Wellness Talk Radio. Join host Rochelle next Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time to turn courageously toward your own unique experience of health and wellness here on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Remember, you too can experience revolutionary wellness. 